that means. I'm pointing with my lip. Right. That's my dad did that shit though. Yeah, a lot on the reservation. Not, like... not. My dad was real good with like a look or a or not like he was able to like communicate, right? With with nothing, with just he, he just give a look sometimes. Minimal. You know what I'm saying? My dad was real good with that shit. Yeah, what on the lotto. On the on the reservation, a lot of the Indians the same way they would like point with their lips, lips. over there. Right. And watch some, that. And listen, yeah, and my dad used to do that one a lot. Yeah. Hey, what's the story? I don't think that shit is, bro. What's the story with? You know what's weird is yeah that or or uh, whatever but but like uh, what's the story with the one that that gesture that everyone does when someone says someone's connected where they touch their nose. <laughs> You know? Oh no! Yeah, I I don't know what's up. That is so obvious. Like I don't. And I, is that even real? I don't know. Maybe that's some Hollywood bullshit. Right. Joey the nose. Yeah. Is he? Uh, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Right. Get the fuck. The out. fuck out of here with that. Joke. But you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. Joey man. the nose. <laughs> I have a lot of people around me. That... Jimmy these. What? <laughs> I have a lot of people around me that do a lot of shit like that, like including my wife, where they're like, "Oh, do a lot of shit like what? Like minimal face movements to tell me something, right?" <laughs> and then I don't know what's wrong with me, but half the time I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like my wife will be like, you know, she'll give me the Are you look. Tuned out? Are you not tuned into it, or what, what's the deal? I don't know. I because all of the looks are ambivalent. But I do the looks with you, and you know exactly when I go like that. Said they need me. You doing what's up? Yeah, little well, fish. when I do, part of part of what I do, uh, I used to cut my little Reggie. Yes, uh, part it. of what I Thank do, you. part of what I, yeah, I do half the time, and then half the time I don't. But I just pretend like, and I go, I make a face too, like, oh, but I really don't know what's going on half the time. That's really, <laughs> I, now that I understand what you just said there, which is what, like, I just kind of. This thing, all these people come up to me, hey, look, yeah, and then I'll have the person next to me go, who's that guy? And I'll be like, I don't know. And right. And they start laughing. Right. You're like that kind of, right? Yes, and I also have people that come up and they're like, like they give me the look like, look at this one, right? Oh. And you know what I mean? But they're the one. Oh, yeah. Oh, huh. <laughs> and you're like, right. That's and even I, better. So sometimes I'm like, and my wife sometimes, and some people around me, they will give me instructions, but they won't give me any specific. They'll be like, get that, pick that up. And I'll look around, and there's about like a thousand things to be picked up. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What are you talking hey, about, pick honey? pick that up. Or my dad. Grab that. My dad used to do that all the time. He'd be like, For it's over sure. there. But I'd be like, what's he talking and about? And real vain, vague. Yeah. Right? Super vague. Right. Yeah. And they're mad at me. Where's that? Oh, it's over there. Look for it. Oh, dude. Have I, you ever lost? <laughs> look for it. Have you ever lost something and then you're like um, stressing and then you're trying to explain to the other guy, like, can you help out or cop stop looking around like an idiot? But you know it's kind of unfair because the guy doesn't really know. But you, then at least he's trying to do something. Wait, wait, right? hold on. Do you remember the day that we came up here and the guy didn't have the key? Remember, Steve, we were outside by the door. Oh, and he, yeah. Oh, he, he was staring at the fucking ground. He was like, staring like at... This. And he was like down, like oh man, fucking dude! It was such a poor acting job. <laughs> it was right. so bad. When was the last? And he kept on moving that little box outside, like. <laughs> and he was just standing, like with his hands yeah, on like, his knees, like nodding and scratching his head like a little monkey. <laughs> How many times in real life, when you were looking for something, have you like slapped your thighs? Like, well, I don't see it. <laughs> oh. Dude, it was so funny, and he was like bent down, just staring at the ground, like don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> 
Dude. But what about, forget that. that. What about when you're looking for something and it's not the other person? They're just there. They just happen to be in the room and you're like, oh man, where the fuck is that fucking keys? And you start going crazy. And the other person's like, did you look at the last place? Oh, dude. I'll t- <laughs> Bro, I either have to just not acknowledge them. <sighs> like they're not there. Right. All of a sudden, idiot sounds just become... <laughs> I become tunnel vision as we go. Because if I answer them, I'm going to answer them fucked up at well, that point, especially if I'm mad. Well, dude, remember that day that you uh, closed the keys in the trunk? <laughs> you, were, you were a little you were a little. Was that fucked? Sure, <laughs> dude, right? Was I already? You were Somebody pissed. said some shit, on, and I like. <laughs> you were pissed, I was bro. getting mad, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, Stay out of my way. Just yeah. don't say anything. Oh, right. Either hand me away. what I'm looking for. Or just shut that the was, fuck up. That was one quiet. of the times that Chumon like gave the eyes and was like, okay, and we walked away. <laughs> I told everybody, like, let's just let the homeboy do his thing because we can't really help. Help him. No. Right. Did you look did nah, you look dude. under the thing? Don't ask me nah, if I dude. fucking looked. What do you mean? Did I look, motherfucker? Oh. I've been looking for the last 35 minutes. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Now, I sometimes walk around on the planet and I'm at that level. Uh, just on the notch, dude. And I watch out for myself because I can get there easily, too. Bro, I mean, you've heard on the show already. I'm like that, too. And I've been known to snap. Maybe on some smaller stuff that I shouldn't snap on. But, bro, I'm on the verge of snapping all the time, at least 40% of the time. Uh, we got, but you know what? Maybe, I mean, we'll talk about it on the show and stuff. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying this to you, bro. Lately, I've been meditating in the evening again consistently and it's really helping me with that well maybe we should start the show oh he said he needed five minutes a couple minutes ago you ready that's all right he can do it because we okay. don't then let's go then let's go then yeah let ali do his thing yeah let ali do his okay ali's ready to go let me clear my throat are we good yeah Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen, you tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's the Hard Luck Show, coming at you from the Pico Youth Center in Santa Monica, California. Sitting across from me is a mad Indian. It's Chumahan Bowen. American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, coming with the show again. Yeah, yeah. like that. Come on. And on sound, old Blue Eyes himself, Little Fish, Sean Lewis. Yeah. I used to cut my little Yeah. My cousin had that work, but I ain't need no help. Come on. I was so fucked up, I couldn't believe myself. Come on. at the jeweler trying to ease myself. Come on. Ain't got, got no, no goals. Wake up! Wake up! Got no soul. 5 a.m. Wake up, motherfucker! It was all so sweet until Dal Chateau. Really hurt my heart. Certified audio professional engineer for the Hard Luck Show. We was really so scarred, but acting silly so hard, but we just wanted some love. Mama working, daddy did. I just wanted to come on. 
Why you think we spillin' spade when, when we, we go, go to the club? club? Yeah. All my homies then got smoke, we just rollin' it up. up. Yeah. Niggas got drugs for left out. And our showrunner extraordinaire, Mr. Schwartz. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker back again. What's up, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. That sounds like some good soda. That it is, my man. Westside. Some of that beat doesn't sound like a mausoleum, bro. Uh, so make me catch a Yeah. You know what's up. Shout out to Griselda. What's up with our visual guy, Mr. Ali, in the house today? Ali, Baba, and the 40 Thieves. 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 What's good? What's it's all the on visuals. You already know. Yeah, know what time it is. Yeah, you know what motherfucking time it is. Welcome to the motherfucking Thunderdome, dude. Wake the fuck up. It's five a.m. Yeah, We're coming man. at you. We wake never up. are late with a drop. Five We're never late with a drop. Twenty-seven a.m. Wake up. Wake the fuck up. Now, Big Steve, Big Lux, Lucky Luciano. You go by yes, Mr. Schumacher Bone. You were just telling us that. You've been meditating in the evenings. What's going on? How do you meditate? Where do you meditate? And how long do you meditate? And what is the fucking reason you are meditating? I'm meditating because I'm just... I'm meditating for all the reasons. But me and you were talking about being a little bit on edge. Ready to flip the script at any second. So, no, I've been meditating. I've, I've had a practice for a, a long time. And I have go back and forth, on and off. Sometimes I stay consistent, and I've kind of fallen off, and i found my patience, my temper, just a lot of things, really, really uh, somewhere that I, I feel like I could do better. And so I kind of put my practice back into practice of meditation, and I'm meditating. I used to meditate in the morning. Now I'm meditating at night. Um, I sometimes do it outside on the patio. Uh, sometimes I'll do it sitting uh, at the side of my bed. And I'll just shut it down, man, and uh, get into a basic sitting form and quiet the mind. And my meditation is right now, it's in between seven to, to 10 minutes. I, I don't exceed 10 minutes lately. Um, and for me, it's not about the, time, the, the amount of time. It's, it's really the consistency of doing it, and the time will work itself out. But uh, I found that I'm able to get to the place that I'm going in my meditation a lot easier in the evening time. Uh, my mind quiets quicker than it does in the morning time. And it's, it's helping me examine myself. It's helping me take a look at myself. It's helping me in a lot of different ways. I think if you haven't been Chumahan or if that's a practice that you've gotten away from, um, from what you were just describing to me, I think that, you know, that's something that maybe you want to take a look at. And I can help you. If you would like some suggestions, I'll make some. Yeah, what are some suggestions? Give me some suggestions. I mean, so when you sit, how do you sit? Are you cross-legged? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Are you in a chair? I'll be in a chair. You can be sitting down any way you want, I guess. But I was always told that you don't want to cross your limbs. You want to keep your limbs straight, your your feet your feet planted on the floor comfortably and your your hands kind of just flat on their backs. 
and sitting up straight. All right, I'm doing that right now. Hold straight on. Straight forward. You want to make sure your 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 back isn't hunched over your shoulders straight. I hunch my back a lot. And then look directly in front of you. Yeah. And gaze up about a you know a few inches. So you're looking a slight in an upward, slightly, slightly. And um, you could start by just kind of focusing on and slowing your your breathing down. Just a couple deep breaths and start stretching those breaths out. Nice and slow. A deep breath in and slow let it out. Relax. Just nice and slow. Close your eyes. And just let those breaths come naturally. Let those breaths come into your lung, not your stomach. Try and breathe in through your lung. Try and breathe in through your nose right now. Take the air in through your nose. Exhale slowly through the mouth. And I kind of envision myself taking in fresh life. And I'm blowing out the old. I'm breathing in fresh, new. And I'm blowing, exhaling the gold. And after a few minutes of this for me, and mind me, people listening, I've been doing this a while, um, I start to go to a place where my mind starts to empty. All my thoughts start to kind of drop away drop away drop away until I'm at a place where it's simply silent and black and I can't hear anything and that's when I actually begin to see when I get to that place then I start hearing and seeing what my soul is, is telling me and it's clear a lot of the times and I'll try and stay in that space as long as I can. And I and from my timer, somewhere around seven, eight minutes, uh, my mind starts to drift out again. I want to scratch. I want to, oh, now I got to take a piss. I gotta, and I kind of, you know, and uh, but the, it started with two to three minutes. I thought I was there 10 and it was four minutes. That I've been, so it grew and I'm at around eight minutes. And that is one of the only exercises or tools, if you're listening, for me to examine myself to get out of myself and examine what I'm doing day to day what I'm doing on this planet what what is it I'm doing what am I and what am I doing here the meditation is the one thing that helps me step out and examine my life um, there which there are opportunities there in that for me to change or grow or try new ideas and let me just say this and I'll end with this on the meditation you guys a few times I've been in meditation and practicing and when something I was trying to figure something out, it came to me in a meditation. Some of the biggest things that I've come up with came to me in meditation and um, and they worked. They worked out perfect and they were showing to me in meditation. So I trust meditation. It's a gift there. That's a jewel. Um, so that's what I got for meditation this morning. Shimon. That's a interesting in terms of uh i'm kind of curious to know like what are some of the big things like is there an example of something that when you were meditating came to you and you were like that is gonna mm. fucking work mm. that is a fucking yes. that's the lick there is there one that you can share hey and guys if you're driving the tractor trailer don't close your eyes now well i can think of like i can think of one that was that I'm going to use that I can only, th th there's many and there's many good ones, but yeah. I'm going to think of one that I could just use that it happened to, 
And it was when we were working out storylines for Westlos. We were working them out, we were working them out, working them out. And I remember at that point in time, I was doing meditation. And it came to me very quickly. I, right after a meditation, I was like, oh, it's da 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 da. And that was it. And it was simple. And it was and it had been under my nose the whole time. And right. it made sense. And I remember sharing it. And for a moment, the whole team got it, right? Yeah. We didn't say, but it was like we were all trying to figure it out. And I remember it flashed very quickly on me. It was a combination of different things. And, da, 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 and then all of a sudden, just laid out. Oh, this is how it goes. Your mind worked it out. But very like easily. Right. And that's kind of how it delivers. I want to also say that the stick, the stickers, famous stars and straps, we were doing these F stickers. We started doing these really big F stickers. And I remember saying, we're only putting these stickers in certain places. And I was like, I was meditating. And I remember I thought, why aren't we using the stickers like wheat paste? Why don't we just go ahead and start using these motherfuckers and pl- and I remember I remember just saying it that'll work and we went out and did it and we got into trouble with these but I actually started seeing it and to this day people are like bro they used to be giant because yep. they call them badge the F badge was the name of it they used to be badges and fucking the, all over the Roxy and the yeah, 101 yeah. and I'm like and I remember like it was just something that came to me like Dude, let's let's just blanket LA with these all over everything. Those things were Who blasted everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So different situations, different even design-wise, bro. Design. I've been stuck on like, what do we oh fuck, let's put a pocket. And then I call people at like two in the morning. Dude, do you we I put look at it and they're like, fuck stuff like that's happened to me, man. And and that has come as a direct result. 90% of the time from some type of a meditation and me quieting the mind and the answer comes to me. I have the answers. These great fucking solutions. But my mind gets so loud I can't hear my soul sometimes. And that's where I really think it's coming from. So, yeah, brother, meditation. Meditation, great tool. Right, because I saw on your Instagram you had put out maybe yesterday or the day before kind of a message about feeling off everyone's kind of yesterday yeah what was that um you know i sh- uh, i want to send a shout out to the haran family and starting out with uh, a lion, lion. You know, i send you yeah. my best and signs you know there's some clearing up in the lungs and there's some like little bit of a turn right now that we're taking we want to keep this momentum right and he may be able to work himself off of uh the breathing machine right okay so prayers going out the woman, his mom, that Jessica, my ex-wife, very close with their like family is, she just got notified that her brother uh, was found dead in his car. Oh. And, and she's in the this fight with her son. Right. She's fighting for her life, her brother. And eight, nine years ago, her other brother died in a fucking freak skateboard accident. Fuck. Busted Christ. his head. And so all this, you know, this news came of this gentleman, Steve, uh, and rest in peace. Rest in peace, Steve. Uh, Her brother um, passing. And I'm like, wow, man, this woman is like dealing with so much right now with her son. Yeah, right. And um, and that happened. So 
there was stuff with with what was going on with Schwartz's friend. Yeah, with his, with, the, with, the, with his friend's daughter. Just started chemo yesterday, man. Yeah. Twenty five weeks of chemo, and, and uh, burner going through what he's going through. Interesting. And, and um, I started thinking about the, you know, just I was like, man, around me there's people that are having some real, real fucking struggles, man. Right. Real struggles, dude. Like, and and what I say to myself is, is like. I believe everybody's takes their turn, bro. I, I don't even, but I know this. Everybody's gonna get their turn at whatever it is. So if I'm not taking my turn right now at it, somebody else's. That's my friend. I want to show up. I care about. It. I want to be there. I would hope that when it's time for when my time comes, that people, that my friends look out for me. You know. But I was saying to people that that it just seems like there's a lot of people suffering and. uh I feel like we need to be compassionate, man, because you, you don't know what people are going through. And some people close to me are really going through some shit right now. I'm not going through that shit. And I feel like I'm an able body that's okay today. I need to try and send some concern that way. Be of help to them. Um, look out for some other people because there's people are going through some shit right now. Everybody wants to fucking... There's a lot of, a lot of like, angry, you know, fucking people up type attitude. Mm-hmm. And I don't see a lot of community. I don't... I don't. I, that's all, man. I just felt like a reminding everybody how fragile life is. That's what that was about. Just reminding everybody. It's fragile. It's fragile, man. And the other thing is we're all... Everybody is just trying to figure it out. You know when... I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but I remember I went into a therapy with a woman I was seeing, and the therapist suggested, hey, get a baby picture of her, and hey, you get a baby picture of yourself, and she had us give each other our baby picture, mm-hmm. and she said to the girl and said to me, you see that baby picture? When you get mad at this person, back, because that's who you're getting mad at. It's just that person. Wow. They might be in a different body, but it's really that kid, and we're all just kids kind of in adult bodies trying to figure this out and it just made sense to me at a level where i feel like as humans nobody has the fucking answer hey nobody has the answer nobody's gone there and back yet so we are all trying to figure it out and i think that we need to keep in mind that we let's practice a little compassion let's just kind of try to remember for one second that nobody has the answer hmm Sean, you were nodding when Steve was talking about when you get mad at somebody, you're getting mad at that little kid. What made you align or like go with that? Because I, I, I think that we are the same person throughout. I'm, I mean, obviously we're the same person throughout our life, but like we, we're so connected to that child that um, I think the outside uh, you know i don't i don't see my my wife as that kid you know what mm. i mean and i think if i think mm. about her in that innocent sense that would give me a little bit more compassion Absolutely. yeah bro schwartz are you thinking about megan as a baby megan no but i i totally see um see it that it is you know that that's how it should be and that would be helpful and you'd, you'd have to have more compassion and for the person that you're dealing with um, yeah, I, I totally, uh, agree with, with that thought. Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting. 
I, you know, was at the 7-Eleven. You know, the thing that struck me the hardest in lately mm. <clears throat> was that I was at 7-Eleven and I saw, you know, the 7-Eleven by my office is that meth haven. <laughs> oh, Right? <laughs> Does that have you sit black, black woman? Have you said black woman still work there? Yeah, the happy one. Oh, yeah. Dude, does she? Dude, she, loves, she loves my braids. Brother, I, I, I'm giving you something today, dude. Yeah. I need you to keep it in your car or however. Okay. I want to gift her, man. That woman is a, such a sweetheart, She always man. hooked it up. And, I'm yeah. giving you stuff for her, dude. I really, that she's a doll. Go on. She's always very sweet to me. She's she tries to talk man. to me. And there'll Angel. be like... Dude, there'll be like a meth guy in the back with his pants down trying right. to pick up corn nuts off of the whatever. I don't right. know what he's with doing. With an erection. Right. And trying yeah. to steal shit. I have no idea. And she's still like, how you doing, yeah. baby? <laughs> I love your braids. I love me some of your braids. You know, all that shit. And Take I'm like, those donuts out of your pocket, baby. You don't have to steal here. <laughs> Bro. I, anyway, okay, before I go off on all that right. <laughs> and show how uncompassionate right. I am. Right. Uh, but I was at the 7-Eleven and... Something broke my fucking heart. I couldn't even talk to my wife about it. And I it left me kind of in a weird quandary and I, I didn't know what, what to happened? do. What? To get you? Um too, bro. How do you do that? I gotta hear this. Maybe you guys can Was help. a little puppy dog? It's no. a okay. kid, right? I saw what looked like Somehow there's been more, there's like it's a meth society now there. It's more than what was there when you guys were rolling through, okay? It's like, I'm not kidding. They put up their own signs in different parking lots to say this belongs to Cheetah and that belongs to Silverfish and, you know, all this stuff. And there's a lady that was there as I was getting out and she was not full meth yet. You could kind of tell, but she was on her way. She had more bags than a normal person has. But her clothes weren't totally dirty yet, and she was still had a little bit of, she was still kind of chubby. Ah, God, dude. You know, she was like. Uh, yeah, dude, you're like laying it out. I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. It's weird that my mind can even formulate. She still on, got meat on her bones. Yeah, and like I can tell she's on the downslope. <laughs> she's losing it all. She going dead. She's... And the reason, the other reason why I knew she was on the downslope was because she was pushing a stroller with her daughter in it. <sighs> And the daughter was probably like three and happy. The daughter I could yeah, see. This course, is what bro. broke my heart. This is what mm. shattered my fucking heart. Is that the daughter was happy to be with her mom. Yeah. And didn't know that they were on a downward slope. Nope. And they were by the trash in the center aisle where the gas is. And the baby was having a good time. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. I still, Boy, I like the way you broke that down. That's and I, real. And I still like, in a weird way, ignored the entire fucking mess. Right? I still walked in and bought nicotine and walked mm -hmm. out and just went home. Mm -hmm. But the thing that stuck with me the most on that level was that that a child's love is so built in or uncondition. However you want to uh, phrase it, yes, that. It can love a mother on the downswing and have fun and not know what's coming. And I also thought about my daughter and was like, you know, when I see her and she's so happy to see me, that same principle is in play. Same exact principle. And it doesn't distinguish 
And I thought to myself, like, it just seems so lonely that we humans have that capacity when they're when they're bonded with their parent at an early stage not to judge them and to think things are normal that aren't normal. I'm fucking killed me, bro. It. And I'm not going to veer too far off. Go I'm ahead. Stay right on it. Let's say that that girl is the exact same age as your daughter. Right. She exact. Almost. Okay, exact. Then that little girl's experience in life Go on ahead. this planet, yeah. more than likely, more than likely, is going to be and has been very different than your daughter's. Correct? 100%. And moving forward, not for sure. Yeah, yeah. But more than likely, her experience moving forward is going to be different than your daughter's? Yep. So tell me. Go ahead. What's the determining factor between these two lives, these two souls, these two beings, these two... Like, why is it one's going to maybe have this and one's going to... What did that one do differently than that one didn't? That this has that or that, that... What is the what is it? Before we get to that, because that's an interesting question, I think that's I personally think that's the question that engenders all kinds of bullshit theories on humans' parts to try to explain that. And there's yes. no But Sean, I saw you there was you went through a myriad of emotions as I ended that story and then heard Steve starting to ask the question. There was at one point I saw in your face, I don't know what it was, a flash of something. And then as Steve dialed in, what was the difference? I saw you shake your head. So can you please um, access your actual emotions behind all the wires and machinery? Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. What? What? Tell the truth. Why too. do you always? Why do you always call on me? Because because <laughs> God damn. you're sitting in the all front right, row. Like, listen, now, bro. listen, listen, listen. Because you have interesting things to it's say. It's not fair, bro. Life isn't fair, and. You know, she's probably going to come to a realization, that three-year-old kid who grows up probably in that camp, that (sighs) weird homeless camp, (laughs) is going to come to a realization. I mean, I don't know how long that lady can survive in that camp. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Right. But say, say it is sustainable. Say she is able to stay in that camp and be a meth head and whatever and and slowly degrade and... and, uh, (sighs) Wither away on the vine before they take some, the kid by down there by the ravine. Yeah, you know, um, but that that kid is going to come to a slow realization that her mom is fucked up, and she's not going to have a whole lot of opportunities to be educated. You know, above the average or whatever it is to be uh, to have safety. You know, in some in some level above the average, right? To have uh, security, like uh, you know, police could come down and shut down that fucking thing. So there's a whole lot of things that she's not gonna get, right? Whereas your daughter is already prepared, Mm -hmm. is already getting a higher education at two years old, right? Is already, you know what I'm saying? It's not fair. Right, like but life isn't fair. Oh, 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 I get that part. Well, so the determining factor in my mind between the unfortunate situation of that toddler and my daughter's potentially fortunate situation, right, are the parents. That's the determining factor. Right. And there's no giant scoreboard in the sky 
that says, oh, you're going to get good parents and you're going to get bad parents. You're going to get malt liquor dad and you're going to get wine mom. Sure. You're going to, right? Right. And, <clears throat> but when, so when I'm thinking about giving up, now you really want to get real? When I think about giving up, I think about my daughter's fate is in partially, not totally. She's got responsibility. Is in my hands. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And I'm either going to fucking puss out or man down and pretend like I'm not responsible in part for giving her the tools she needs uh-huh. or I'm going to suck it up and move on or I'm going to put in an extra hour or I'm going to control my snap anger against Schwartz to try to get this show to go to another level uh-huh. because my daughter needs me. Uh-huh. She needs me to fucking deliver. Right, right. So... In my mind, that's the determining factor. But is there like some kind of like fairness about it? I think, Absolutely no, there's not. no fairness. But I think what I here's what I'm getting at. Here's the last thing I want you guys to hear me on this. Go. This is what I'm getting at. Go ahead. Is what Sean said. It's unfair. People think. People think. Okay, well that's it. It was that girl's life, and this girl's life, and that's what happened, and it's all over. People think you. I, most people, I believe, subscribe to the idea that you come here and then that's it. So you're going to tell me that that whole experience for your daughter is her whole, when she passes away, that was her experience and that's all that it was to her life and existence? No, no, Was no, that no. one shot and my dad was, and this other girl, her one experience at life, Got her it. one experience at living on the planet in this thing was a fucking junkie mom and, that, yeah. and that's it. No, man, I don't fucking believe that for one fucking second, dude. I understand that, but this is why I say it gets into this speculative. Because as you adequately stated... Me too, I don't know either. 
You said Same people go I... out and they don't come back. So what do we know, right? Right. And I'm saying like there's one version of well, you do the best you can here, and then God's going to prepare this awesome home. Oh, this is going to be the best breakfasts every morning. It's uh, eternal. Yeah. You're going to be with your friends, skipping down the jeweled streets, you know. There's going to be free coffee. It's going to be the best <laughs> thing you ever. Oh, boy, you're going to love it. Or, a lot of people that commit suicide get to believe in that, too. Oh, or, for sure. or you're going to hell, and they're going to be sticking fucking rods yeah, in your yeah. balls and all that shit. <laughs> Then there's the other, there's another... Razor blades. And right, there's another theory which is like, well, listen, uh, we are all here to learn something. And so as a result, once you learn what you need to learn, if you forget the lesson, well, you're going to come back again as another human being, although you won't remember what you learned or didn't learn from the previous. So you're starting from scratch, and you'll be reincarnated, mm. right? And there's all variations of reincarnations, and sure. then you have like... The atheists that say, like, well, it's the big blackout. You yeah. fucking wink You're out. You're gone. That's it. Wait, Schwartz, you the said. T- you- no, it's like, I, I, I've heard of people cockroach. talking about the TV just goes off. It's a cockroach. You know, that's it. Yeah. You step on a cockroach and there's no afterthought. Right. Yeah. So, so to be honest with you, I do. I think a lot of people think like that, brother. I think a lot of people think like that, Jumahan. Well, it's true what you say. Although. But but if you think like that, do you see where thinking like that would have you set up to live life completely different if that's the case? In which way? If I believe that... In which way would that set you up to think differently then? There's not enough of... Or there's everything's on a timing. I've got to. It has to force it. That, that there's only one. That, that. It's not eternal. This thing is very contained, and this is all I got. Right. And once this is over, it's over. So this is my one thing. But what does that mean? I think that puts you. I think it sets you up for a different trajectory through life. So I agree. But I, but the, here's the real fucking problem. Mm, this is me. what I deal with on a regular basis, and this is why you're. Saying maybe I should meditate more because I'm ready to snap 45% of my life. Okay. Okay. And this is it. What people profess they believe and they hear themselves saying I believe mm-hmm. is about 98% of the time not what they actually believe. I agree with that. So there are some people who say, well, this is our one shot, <laughs> right? Eight mile, uh, Eminem. You know, if you only had one opportunity, blah, but that's the same guy that's been in and out of rehab and has had plenty of opportunities in rehab. <laughs> Right? So yes. it doesn't all add yeah. up. Yes. So the issue is, right, some people will say, I only got one shot, therefore, I shouldn't give a fuck about anybody. I should just do my fucking thing. Oh. And that could lead to some type of dark sociopathy. Or some greatness. The flip side could be, I only got one shot, so I actually have to work my ass off because this is it. I don't have time to waste. I can't be, you know, like some young person just slowly eating an apple and staring off sure. into space and, you know, just walking around. <laughs> Go ahead, Schwartz. You know, Go orange, ahead, Schwartz. Orange sweatsuit. Listen. And then then you also, right, and the one where, and the one where you're like, <laughs> and then the one where you're like, uh, okay, well, I'm going to heaven so long as I'm sorry for what I did could set you yeah. up for I'm going to be a better person to get yeah. to heaven, or I'm going to fuck up everything, right, and then go to confession at the last right. month. Right, so, whacking dudes, and on Sundays I'm cleaning yeah. it up. So oh what God. people... Oh, just that whole thing. Oh, my God. Whacking people, bro. The whole confession oh shit God. is... 
I love uh, that. Go ahead. What the is ca- what, the whole go, Catholic thing? Go ahead. It just yeah, it confuses me. You know the whole. It like, oh, it's do... not confusing at all, dude. No. Come on, bro. Come on, share the bar now. It's not confusing, but it's like it just it doesn't make doesn't matter how you live, you know. It doesn't. Oh, I saw God. 20 fucking kilos fucking yeah, yesterday, right? but I'm fucking building a little <laughs> fucking volleyball court in the church, so it's yep. all good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So Schwartz, explain your <laughs> spiritual thought about the afterlife, and is there such thing as a, a spiritual car wash where you can go in and just be like, look, I got some mud on the flaps, why don't you spray and it And do you, you're, do you have to have your nuts shaved to go to heaven, <laughs> or is that a rumor? <laughs> you know what, man? I... I actually He'll probably believe, take a weed whacker to shave his nuts. That's a hairy motherfucker. More <laughs> about it being shut off than, and, and I guess until I'm proven otherwise, because you know who knows what the fuck is. Okay. You know, nobody okay. knows. Right, nobody. You does. know, the only That's thing it. that has tripped me out, and I've heard people talk about as they're dying, talking about seeing the white light experience. No, 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 seeing actual uh, people that have been dead for years. Like they'll talk about, there's been two experiences in my family where as they're dying, they talk about people that are dying, seeing coming for them. And who is it? And what happened? Yeah. No, death experiences. Cause I already told the story about my Annie Maxine who saw Jesus on a spaceship. Right. Okay, well, on. my aunt Rose was uh, was passing away. She she died, but uh, as she was doing it, my grandmother was there, and she said that um, she was telling my grandmother that her mom, my grandmother, my great grandmother, was coming for her, and I think somebody else too. I can't remember who it yeah, was. Yeah, my but... grandmother did that too. Yeah, she was, at, but before she passed, like for the few like evenings or whatever that week, uh-huh. she was telling my parents or my dad. These fucking, because I think she was also starting to lose a little bit. Right. But these convert, like, you know who came and saw me last night in my dreams or came and sat down on my bed last night? And it was like somebody that had been dead. Oh, so wow. she started talking about this the week she was dying. Wow. Crazy. Right. Stuff it's, interesting. it's hard to pinpoint, like, is that something? 96, though. That the mind does? Right. Or is that something that's actually happening? happening. Right. right. And you can't really, you know, when someone's dying, that's not the time to argue with them. <laughs> like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> but doesn't different chemicals are being released as you're dying? Like, that's what they say about that other shit. That you I would say, think like, so. Yeah. But then, I, then again, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> my dad died, right? And I was with him for like a week while he was dying in a hospital. And he never said any. The only thing he said is like, isn't there something they can do? I know I'm not that healthy. Guy's 400 pounds. It's like, I know I'm not that healthy, but God damn, isn't there something they can do to keep me alive? And when everybody's like, I don't think so. I think this is it. And he had nothing. He didn't say like, I see a light or I see flames. He didn't say anything of that nature at all. And when he died, his and I was holding his hand, he shook. There was man, I'll never forget as long as I live. Wait a minute, I need you to just, I need you to do, the, I need you to help me with this a second here. Go with ahead. Your father passing. Yeah. When when he passes and you say you held his hand, was he on a life support at that moment? Was he unconscious, conscious? So, he was not on life support. Mm-hmm. Although they did have, um, so he didn't have like a breathing tube in his mouth or anything, but they mm-hmm. did have an IV going. Okay. So I think they were feeding him some kind of liquids, but I, he was able to breathe on his own at that on point. On his own, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. okay. And he had a Schwartz was there. That's why he said yeah. No. And so then they 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 had cut open his stomach and removed his his intestine. 
for some kind of other reason. But so he had an open wound also. And they do, they would do like wound vax and they would, you know, they brought it in and they had all these sponges and everything. And he had just a thing going and I could see inside my father. And the, the thing that struck me the most was that it looked healthy. It was pink and red and didn't look sickly or it I didn't look all black. And yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. And so when when he was dying, though, I, I will say this. He wasn't conscious, like looking at all of us being like, this is the big one. He didn't do that. His okay. eyes were closed. What? When had you last had communicated? How long? A, a a day before. The day before he had been coherent enough to talk to you. Yep. And there was two things that he said to me. <clears throat> First, I said, uh, "Dad, they're going to kick me out of law school if I fail these tests right. or I don't show up. So I got to go back." Um, do you want me, or if I take the semester off, then I don't get, I don't get any bad grades and they won't kick me out. Uh, do you want me to leave law school and I'll stay here with you? And my dad said, no, stay until Wednesday and then go back to school. And he died on Wednesday. And the second thing he said was he looked at my arms and he said, did you ever think that you would have arms like that? Cause they were like somewhat muscular. Muscular. And and like damn, that's a true story. And because he, he wanted arms like that, bro. And also, I was a fat kid the whole time, and he was yes. busting my ass all. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying, it, bro. And he was like, you know, I don't yeah, know. He created you, bro. He did. He did. Ah, damn, dude. It's damn, awesome. that's probably, bro. When he said, "Did you ever think, dude?" I can tell you, bro. Like he was saying it from a place that he probably always wanted to have that, bro. He just wasn't able to do that. Yeah. And he wanted it badly for you, probably. That's why he rode you. Oh, he rode me hard, brother. So, Schwartz, it's if I amazing that I just find it so interesting that he said that about your arms, bro. He did. I already knew the thing about... Wednesday. The Wednesday, because that book, again, Conversations with God, talks about... <laughs> It's about oh. that right there. Don't make him repeat that one more time, listener. Never again. You Never. Don't, you, Once we don't know. Again. We don't know what the person in the bed's agreement or deal they've already made. We don't know what that is. Right. We're just, we just know what we think. Oh, please stay alive. Don't they? Right. They might have already, you know. So him being able to tell you stay until Wednesday and then leaving. Yeah. There's like, Okay. So, wow, that got me a little bit emotional, dude, when you said that about your arms, dude. He did. He he actually squeezed my <sighs> bicep and said, did you ever think your arms would be like that? And he was smiling. And Ah, it, wow. dude. It might have been <sighs> like the, there's like maybe only been two or, Fantastic. two or three places in my life where I can genuinely say. He is proud of you. That he, not just proud of me at a social level, mm -hmm. but proud, like I had met and exceeded his expectations of what he wanted. When was the other one? The other one was he was. There was I hate to get you do this, but I need to. We need to know. All right. The other one was. Uh, it was before any of the death shit, and there was something that happened to me in my twenties, where I picked. This is the beginning of my reading. My real reading. Before that, it had always been compliance reading. Mm. Oh. And then some, um, like, um, you know, some fun reading of Stephen King. I've probably read every single book of Stephen King's, mm -hmm. but that was just me just, like, you know, fucking eating Cheetos. And 
I I got this book called The Incredible Life, The Secret Life of Lobsters. <sighs> okay. And as I read the book, and I don't even remember what got me to read it, and I picked it on my own. It was back when Barnes and Noble actually existed, and okay. you would walk around and drink fucking lattes and look at shit. Think about what you'd like to read, but never act. I saw that and I read it, and it took me through this impossible journey of the life of lobsters that starts when they're like microscopic almost, and they're called super lobsters because instead of going backwards like lobsters normally do, they fly forward with their arms forward as mm. little microscopic like whatevers, and that's when they're the most vulnerable. And it talks, it takes you through the life of the lobster all the way through to like. When they actually live in the middle of the ocean or uh, deep so that these giant fish like uh, cod, cod can get real big Mm -hmm. and uh, they live down there away from the cod and they can actually grow up to be adults. But the problem is, is they got to fuck. They got to fuck, man. And so to fuck, they got to go into shore and get into some rocks and do some rock fucking because that's where the female lobster then eventually lays her little fucking eggs that turn into these giant, li- these tiny little fucking things that fly off into the ocean. Gotcha. And, all right. And this, my friend, is the most dangerous. Fucking equals danger. In human, nature, anytime. Fucking equals danger because your mind is taken off of defense and all that other shit. Right? Yes. True. Right? Yes. So... What happens is... And you never want to fight naked. So, you never yeah. want to fight no, naked. No, you do not. No. Which is why in a lot of tribal societies, that's the height of strength, is if you run into battle naked. So these lobsters that grow big, they got to come to shore. And there's this giant fucking open space. I mean, it would be the same thing as like, like one gazelle having to cross... Like a giant, giant field with nothing to protect it from the lions. Mm. And so they create what they call a lobster train. And somehow these fucking bug-like weird fucks in down there have all figured out that if they run like Tour de France cyclists so that there's one that's cut in the water and then everyone runs in a line behind it, they actually can get to the rocks. Once they get to the rocks for fucking, they're safe because the rocks protect them. Mm. So that open space, somehow, over millions of years, the lobsters have figured out we're going to fucking run, right? And then in a line, and like Tour de France, and we're going to get there faster. And that's, safe. that's the safest way to do it. Mm. And the front one gets tired. He drops to the back. The next one takes the lead of breaking the water. That really happens. And they hit the rocks, and then it's Fuck Fest 98. Okay. So the thing is, is like, hmm. I lobster re- fuck fest, dude, and and also <laughs> that lobster. male lobsters have con- gripping contests, and they don't. Okay, speed up and get to sorry, where we're going. sorry, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm yeah, just saying, yeah, that's fascinating cool. for fucking. So I read that whole entire. <laughs> Listen, this is how, okay. and I read that whole entire thing, and I was talking to my dad about it, mm. and probably a year later, my dad said to somebody else, not addressing this he said i'm gonna start reading like chumahan reads he reads these books that it's everything on one single subject and he like is able to learn all the stuff about the subject 
And when I heard that my dad, who also was a lifelong reader, admired the way that I read and not for any purpose, but to actually explain my strategy, mm-hmm. I felt like I had achieved actually something. Awesome. That's, awesome. those are the, maybe the two times. Uh, and so when he was dying, um, he did what they call a death rattle. I'm familiar with that. You are? Yeah, because uh, I was actually in the room with my grandfather when he passed away. We were all around him, and I was holding his hand. In fact, I kind of felt his last heartbeat go in his hand. Uh, It was a crazy experience, man. I mean, as crazy as it was, it was a beautiful experience. Um, We had this, like, CD that my mother had made of, like, all his favorite songs, and he literally, like, died right when... His favorite song in the world was playing, which and, was uh, "Impossible Dream" by Manila, uh, from Man La Mancha. Mm. And uh, my mother, who had been involved because of in the '80s, she was heavily involved with HIV and AIDS. She mm-hmm. had been around a lot of people that had passed away, and um, she kind of let us know we were all around. My them mom and, was in the. My mom was heavy in in the AIDS. She's heavily involved, bro. Yeah, as well. So, and she also used to work. With my mother. You ever remember it was the Santa Monica thing, the wellness community for yes, cancer. Of yeah, my mom worked there as well, but she had been around a lot of people that passed away, and so she actually let us know, like, hey, it's happening right now. Like, it's their breathing slows down to a different thing, and there's something that they call like a death rattle yes. or a gurgle or whatever. Luckily for us, it didn't get ugly. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, yeah. this, uh, this is favorite child. I, I actually took a mm. long time, bro, before I could listen to this again without getting super fucking weepy. My grandfather was everything to me. So mm. he was kind of like uh, your father figure. Yeah. Well, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, I usually like kind of sum it up. Like my first wedding, he was my best man. So kind of just to sum up how close we were in our relationship. So yeah. It was uh, it was incredible, man. And he had had Alzheimer's for several years, and he, you know, kind of. It was weird because I had thought that I had already grieved his death like a couple years before because he stopped talking. He was just kind of there. And dude, the second he passed away, mm. I fucking lost my shit. Mm. Lost crying. my shit, but no, like hysterically crying, fucking dropped to one knee, like fucking lost my shit. Mm. It was, um, but you know, that just shows the connection and the, you know, whatever. But it was, like I said, it was a crazy experience, but one that I, you know, obviously wouldn't, wouldn't give up. Right. It's the ultimate experience. It is. Yeah. That's real life happening in front of you. None of this, all this fucking fantasy bullshit. That's what really happens to all of us. If we're, if we're lucky, but not everybody has the death rattle. Not all people have that. Some people have that. Right. Some people pass without doing that. Right. Right. My, uh, so your so your how old was your grandpa when he passed? My grandfather was, um, I think, eighty seven. Did he have an impossible dream? Mm. What was? Why did that song move him? I don't know, man. He he was. Yeah, I I don't know if he had an impossible dream, but uh, no. I mean, he wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Have you ever listened to that song? Only briefly. I oh, don't really know. Oh, you just know. have to listen to the yeah. song. Why? It, What's it about? Self-explanatory. It's yeah. for each person. It's going to resonate about life. What's it's about the... what you did or didn't do with your life. That's what the song's about. 
Yeah. So did when he, you hear it, if you listen to it, it's self-explanatory. It was right, so crazy that he passed away during that song because there were, like I said, a CD that my mother had made years back of kind of like favorite songs of his. Yeah. But the fact that he took his last breath during that song, song was like... I mean, but how many times do they play that song in tribute of people passing and oh, stuff like sure. that? It's like, yeah. it's, oh, that sounds like... Yeah. The reason why I ask about it is is because I was kind of curious as to the specifics of the grandfather. What did that song mean to him? Did you guys ever talk I about don't, it? No, I don't think we did talk about it, but um, um, no, not that not that I can remember, but I just know that he... He really loved it. My grandfather was super into music, so like he loved a lot of like Pavarotti and like other classical stuff. Yeah. And he would like he would friggin' conduct it like with his arms, like as he was listening to it. So and he did that even in like later years when he had stopped talking. I used to go visit him, and <clears throat> I would put head my headphones in his uh, in his ear, and I would play his classical stuff, and I would kind of like do the thing. And occasionally he would like still do it, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was a it was a trip, dude. Um, so that 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 is so. Then when That's, I that so when we go back to the concept of life after death or mm. what this world is all about and what's the determining factor for somebody like that, blah 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 blah. So yeah, yes, the parents or 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 the because it's not always parents, right? So one person might only have one parent. Did you get, did you handle a lady at 20? Did you, what did you do with, did you do any of that or you just kept it moving? I kept it moving, bro. Okay. I didn't do shit. I do what I normally do when I see like. And you read that post. Human frailty and all that other stuff. I just, just acknowledge it and walk by it and then go buy my tobacco stuff. Right. And did you read the post that I put up? Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, otherwise, why the fuck am I asking you about it? I was just looking right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the, I'm asking you because I read the post, homie. Mm. I read your posts. Okay. I don't ignore your Instagram no, shit. No, I just, I just ask you. Okay. Like, did you get anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you're like, <laughs> right. Because like, they didn't give nobody yeah, yeah. no money, dude. Like, other yeah, people well, on there are like, real. I gave him a 20, I gave him this. <laughs> no, I thought That's that. That's why I asked. Yeah. And you're like, what? Uh, my money is. Hey. going about my tobacco. He's like, yeah, I read it. Yeah, I read what? And then I just walked by her. Oh, yeah, and I got two tobacco. No, no, I read it and showed it to her and said, listen, what are you doing, lady? No, listen, listen. He's like, yeah, I read it. I felt bad. He should he record it. Like, hey. <laughs> hey, he should record himself handing her $2. Come on, let's not get crazy. I'll punch somebody in the face. They start doing put up posts of them giving shit out, dude. Uh, let's not get I crazy. Hate that I'm not going to give anyone any free money. What are you, nuts? Yeah. The money's for me. Shit, I'm sitting here trying to negotiate with Ali for the best price on some fucking animation. If I you can't... ask uh, Chumon for a cigarette, he'll be like, no, only 20 come in a pack, bro. There was no extras here. I don't have extras. Oh, bro. I don't carry cash. What do you mean? Dude, oh, I don't yeah, that, have cash. That's the move, that's the move all the time. No, Dude, yeah. Look how good you are at it. Yeah. I'm You're like, you got it. Like, you can't even break through that. There's no, not a no, chink no. in that. No, 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 no. There's no what? What? <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't joke like that. No, uh. hey, don't play games. Yeah. Hey, all right. No, but listen. listen. Actually, the truth is, is that, hey. You uh, need to meditate. Yeah, but yeah. uh let's 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 do that. Try some out, Chew. No, 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 no. Take no, you listen. off the edge. No, 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 no. You know what? You're on the verge. Let me tell you something. I want to tell you something, man. 
I'm not. I am. I'm actually now against, to a certain extent, meditation. Man, shut the fuck. It's oh, the man, truth. I shut want up, up, bro. It's, it's too easy. Shut, I'm not going to entertain a conversation yes. like that. I've done. Listen, I got. I don't like silencing my mind. Or no, I, I actually no, want to no, give no, it a no, try, no, man. No, 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 no. Schwartz wants to try. Schwartz. No, I didn't say I hate. Don't put words in my mouth. I said I'm against. Oh, against. Now I'm going to tell you something. I used to go. With fucking Darren Craig to a Korean temple that was actually just a house full of... That already sounds like half the problem. Go on. <laughs> okay. You Korean? What you doing in a Korean temple? I don't know why race has to enter into it, okay. my friend. All right. All right. And all I'm saying is we went there and there was Buddhist monks and we would meditate every morning for an hour. Okay. All right. And I've done a ton of meditation, right? And I'm not saying I'm done with it completely, but I am saying this. Mm-hmm. There is a place for silencing the mind. I agree. I agree, bro. I'm not trying to say there isn't. But I'm also saying that there's been in our American society, and we should be a somewhat skeptical, that corporate America is so willing to embrace Zen or mind-quieting things. And the reason why I'm saying that is because... If you, and this is not an original idea that I've had, mm. okay, but if you are able to disembody yourself from the world, mm. you can also run the risk of losing compassion. And the reason being is, is you don't identify with what you're doing. There's no self. Mm. I'm not the self. It's just this emptiness and I'm just a form and I'm letting whatever happen. Mm. And as a result, you can disengage from the acts that you're actually doing. Sometimes your chattering mind is actually trying to tell you you're a little fucked up and you need to fucking yeah. take some accountability for what I, you- I hear you too, man. I, but, you know. I hear I, you. Right. That's and, fine. And I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, I don't think that the... And this is my function in life, bro. Uh-huh. Yes. I don't fucking just blindly follow shit. Right. You know? People right. tell me a lot of shit. Sure. I don't fuck. And I think about it and I reason about it and I think about it. And I think this is important because I think that a lot of people, there's a story. And I think Noah Levine is a great example of Uh this. That there's a kind of dogma and a religiosity to certain quote-unquote Eastern practices. Uh, sure. Okay. And there's a story, a famous Cohen. It's not uh-huh. a Cohen. It's a story about a monk uh-huh. and his acolytes or his followers, his students. And this monk is meditating with these guys. This is Zen shit, Chinese. Uh-huh. And he's telling them like, uh, all right, do this, do that, and do that. And to a certain extent, in doing meditation and trying to quiet the mind, you do have to follow some steps. Okay. But then there's this point at which... Being a blind follower of these things is actually undoing the purpose. And this master monk said to them, mm-hmm. how much do you love the Buddha? How much do you love meditation? How much do you love it? Oh, we love it. We love it. Do everything, right? Sit like this. Do like this. Sit like this. Do like this. And then he said, and he took this cat and he said, all right, as your master, I'm going to tell you that you need to kill this. I'm going to kill this cat, but you must mm-hmm. not break your vow of silence. And so he prepared to strangle the cat, and all of the monks stayed silent, thinking that this was a test of their resolve. And he did. The master monk didn't kill the cat. He set him down, and he berated these students who had already been doing it for a long time to tell them, like, look, the purpose of meditation is to free your mind, as you put, as you said, mm-hmm. Steve. 
It is not to blindly follow and just adhere to a bunch of stuff that you've been told is good. And if you are willing to follow those doctrines to the extent that you're allowing something to happen to, uh, for me to do something in compassion, then you don't actually understand the whole program at all. So that's when I say like there is a place for being or being a counter voice to necessarily what is accepted as an inherent good. Yeah, there's a place for it, and it's usually going on the majority of the time. That's why mean? there's a place for meditation. You know? Yeah, and I'm just telling you, I'm being honest with you when I say right. I'm at a place where I'm like, I don't know. I yeah. don't care anymore. Right. Right? I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Sean, what do you think about that? Because I'm being real when I say I, I, I'm sure. like, I don't. I might feel like that if I spent a year going to a Chinese place and med- to some Chinese temple and uh, meditating for an hour every morning. I probably would have felt like that too. No, it wasn't. That didn't cause me to do it. It's been oh. in the recent, like, I would say three years that well, I... Well, you certainly brought it up as it, like it was something. No, I brought it up to show that I've, I've practiced a lot of meditation. So, Sean, okay. what, are you, what are you saying? I'm not just saying this from some knee-jerk reaction All of right. like, oh, I just don't like it. Go ahead, Sean, what? Uh, here again, we, you're calling on me like I'm <laughs> like you're uh, part of the, like, yeah. like you're a part of the show. I'm, you know, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> my thought is that if you haven't done meditation, if you don't understand what meditation is, mm. this is. I think it's crucial that you do. <laughs> I think it's crucial that you understand what it's like to have your mind quiet. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it it will aid you in fucking. A million ways. Mm. Yes. A million ways to understand what that space feels like mm. and just to know that you're my... Cause, uh, man, you don't I think had, any bad's going to come from it, do I, you? No, no, definitely not. Now, if... if so fuck you, man. Yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> what I'm saying, I'm sorry, I must have touched... You ever fucking... I touched a nerve. Yeah. But... <laughs> But Maybe we need we're to gonna jump him out. We're hey, about to, nah, you might need to hey, meditate. We might need you awake so we can help jump this guy hey, out of the your, gang. Hey, out where's your this, compassion, bro. Steve? Hey. Where's your compassion? <laughs> oh, let me meditate on that. I'll, med- I'll, I'll meditate on that later. Right, go, go ahead, Sean. I will say, when you have had that experience, yeah. I I do point to you and say you're right. You're completely right. Mm-hmm. Meditation isn't the cure, bro, mm-hmm. of everything. Right. right. Accountability is going to get you way farther than that. Sure. Uh-huh. And until you can take you know responsibility for yourself and hold yourself accountable and understand that like you're in control of your energy and your um, your choices and everything that every every choice that you make that you go through yeah is you're you're accountable for all that shit right mm-hmm. and the fucking attitude that you have when you show up to work or when you show up to your house right and all that shit or you're in a 7-Eleven a you mess start, 7-Eleven you start to claim that and retake yeah. it back yeah or 7-Eleven at yeah. the fucking whatever yeah and you start to claim that and uh-huh. you uh, you know you, I think that gets you way farther than meditation can take you right mm-hmm. Schwartz, what is your thought? Dude, I, I literally, it's like I, I have never given it a shot. I've had it recommended to me a lot of times. and I, I like deal, your honesty, bro. And right. I deal with, especially recently, man, a lot of shit that I could probably benefit from. Not that everybody couldn't, but quieting my mind. Um, it's been a real stressful time. Yeah, we can the take the whole meditation, not to interrupt, but we can take the whole meditation word off of it. Right, I'm just saying. Quiet the mind. Just sitting mind. there. I mean, dude, I got to tell you, I was listening to you talk about it, and it was like, I can't wait to go home and fucking try it out like a fucking 
like a new like a new video. You, you know game what I've got? Shit. You know what I'm Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. There's a point lately in my meditation this time around that I'm practicing where I realized when I close my eyes to meditate at that time, nobody's calling me. Right. Nobody's looking for me. Mm. I'm not worried about that. I'm not thinking about like this is actually golden moments right. where I'm completely left alone to just be. And my life gets moving so fast that I never get that. You yeah, know, I'm either, that's ro I'm robbed from that. Mm. Right? Like not robbed, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I just said he's mm. robbed from it though. Yeah, you know what I'm 100%. saying? It's like shorts. So though now I want to go. It's like I'm looking forward to it cuz it's my little place, dude, where like I shut everything out, man. Yeah. And I finally get like what I was waiting, what I've been wanting. Okay, okay. So just be left alone. Listen, and, and so listen, I'm not, I'm not devaluing any of that, but I am voicing what my, and maybe this is just how my personality. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. It's just some contra points and some other aspects to add. It's okay, Juman. Thank you. So the issue I ask then is. So, and I've heard this many times. Ask. Okay. Schwartz is excited because it's going to be like a new video game, so he can't wait. Yes. Okay. You've already expressed that these are golden cherished moments. I'm receiving the gifts as we speak. Right. And Sean, right, has even gone to Vapisana or whatever the fuck right. it's called and heard a loud woman fart and didn't even crack a laugh <laughs> right. in a vow of right. silence right. for a week. And my man right here... He's been meditating all morning. Right. Okay, he's so meditating he's right now. In fact, stuff. he's taking all uh -oh. fucking personality uh -oh. out of his voice. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Wait, wait. Shh, meditation. Don't say anything yet. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Ali woke up from his techno meditation. <laughs> he came alive. He's pulling down the mask. He's got very orange sweat pants on and yep. a leather jacket. Go. So... I feel like meditating is important because like life goes by so fast that you don't really like take in the moment. Mm -hmm. Like there's been like opportunities where I've done really cool things and then the next day I like totally like don't even like care about all that cool shit I did. So like when I get a chance to meditate, it makes me appreciate the moment and appreciate like what I've done. And it's like you just like sit down and really like absorb the moment instead of just like brushing it off like you really get to like appreciate life and that's oh, how uh, i look at it okay and let's hear how he looks at it happy new year we made it 2022 <laughs> back at it with the hard luck podcast yeah, yeah, yeah sounded exactly. like you're meditating all the time bro thanks ali yeah. thank that's you good, brother that is good so and ali you're let's wrap this show up man all right he's 22 years old let's yep. wrap this motherfucking show up ali's telling all us old fucks that hey slow down and start appreciating life mother yeah <laughs> it's fragile take care of it you guys that's right and stop walking by meth mothers with kids in strollers that's and wrong. leaving them hanging them right yeah, just a couple bucks. thinking about yeah. yourself don't be cold-hearted like uh, Meek <laughs> Mill and Jumahan. Don't just walk by and get your nicotine. Don't, yeah. <laughs> Don't just walk by. Don't be selfish. Get Fucking get sadistic nicotine. one over here, Don't man. keep your compassion to yourself as you jump. Share it. Yeah. You have an abundance, man. Listen, friend. you know what? You're right. Next time I'm going to turn around, I'm going to buy an extra thing of nicotine pouches and give it to that mother <laughs> and say, hey, no, kid. The kid. Yeah, here key. you go, kid. Here's a pacifier for you, give kid. Give a few to your mom. Yeah, okay. here you go. Don't use hey. hey, don't chew them all in one space. And like we do about this time, hasta la vista Supermax right hard uh, Supermax hardware how do we say it say it bro 
website. Uh, it's www.supermaxhardware.com. That's it. Come check us out. Yes. Vibes. Yes. Cookies. Go yes. spend some money. Yes. And um, uh, Enzo's Pizzeria. Yes. And the Pico Youth and Family Center. Yes. Thank you. We love you. Yes. And big shout out to Burner. Big shout out to Lion and everybody around. Lion. Yeah. Lion. Lion. Uh, Bow and LLP. We wear braids to court. And listen, uh, hardluckshow.com, hardluckshow.com, uh, you can get the Art of War. Art of War. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.